1: Welcome back to a Celtic State of Mind. It's 12.30 and every weekday at 12.30, it's a Celtic State of Mind for an hour. We never miss a beat. We've been doing this thing now, Lawrence, for about four years, streaming it live. Axrom started seven years ago and there is always something or several things to talk about. Welcome to Lawrence Conley and to Ian Conroy, dialing in from New Zealand to talk about all things Celtic. Ian, how are you? I see you're sporting a Benny Lynch uh, social recluse number there.
2: I'm good, thanks. Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a gift from a friend of mine who who makes these fine things. Um, so, yeah, I, I actually I'm such a messy, messy person. I've got piles of things everywhere, which much to my wife's chagrin. Uh, and uh, I found it the other day, I was like, oh. So I kind of uh, it was a, a much loved thing. I used to wear all the time. So it's back on the back on my back.
1: And he boxed at Celtic Park, Benny Lynch. Did you know that? Did he really? I didn't know that. He did. he did. Yes. Um. And a couple of pals of mine were involved in the the stage play uh, a few years ago. You'll remember that as well. Yeah. Fantastic. You know, you get a uh, Saint Mary's one of them from Social Recluse as well. Andrew Kieran's. Honestly, right, yeah. you should check it out. I. Uh, you should check well, it out. Lawrence is nodding because I think you've maybe got one. Or did we see? your pal down at St Mary's wearing
0: it. No, yeah. Thomas right, has one. It? Yes, yes. Uh, Thomas White has one. Yep. Uh, uh, I, I can't Tom White to, to, to other people, but yeah, Thomas yeah. White. Thomas White, yeah, absolutely right.
1: Loads to talk about. It's strange what Celtic can do to your mood. Um, if you watched the show yesterday, we were on a high, we were positive, that's what it does to you. Lawrence Connolly, how impressed were you over the weekend with Celtic's uh, 2
0: nothing win against St Mirren? Listen, it's a cup game and. It's just about being in the, the draw for the next round, isn't it? i kept a clean sheet, uh, a back four that was very much a back up back four. Geez, what odds would you got on them being the back four at the beginning of the season? So they performed well, uh, putting their body on the line, and Kyogo getting on the score sheet. Hopefully it's a sign of uh, I'm returning to form for the run-in, because we definitely need it. You know, uh, but yeah, Brendan, we bit of experiments with the shapes. I think we called out called for it last week more or less but a go playing bit behind either and played it, seemed to work. So man got more of the ball and more of the midfield though. and I think you know if Greg comes back, he'll give you more midfield support than Bernabe does. So it, it, it may be even more effective with, with Greg playing at left back than and
1: Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that. Loads of great comments coming in. Keep them coming. We are going to be talking about the brilliance of Kyogo. Has it finally been unlocked? Uh, Brennan Rogers wasn't going to change the tempo of the play, so he changed the shape, and it seemed to work for Kyogo. We're going to also talk about Joe Hart. We're talking about big, important players um, over the next potentially 16 games between now and the end of the season. If all goes well, the change of shape. Maeda and his non-celebration, Callum McGregor, Never write him off. Palmer, a bit of a whipping boy, but he does get in amongst the goals and creating the goals. Uh, the bullish Brendan, the four injuries to Carter Vickers, Alistair Johnston, Greg Taylor and Hattati. Has anyone staked a claim for a first-team jersey? What about that Green Brigade tribute top? That's what Paddy Lavery is talking about. Afternoon all, going I need to get myself one of them and top. Look at that picture as well. That's me and Paddy, I think, in Gracie's
0: in Glasgow, Lawrence. Sure, I think is. so. Yes, it does look if it is, it's outside the Graces Yes, it's outside Graces, mate, isn't it? Could have been, could have been.
1: Um, Paddy, I don't know if you were able to tune in yesterday, but we we're giving you a big shout out about you and the doing boys and your kindness and your generosity. Um, over the weekend when you came to see us on on Friday. Obviously, big donation to the Jamie Tierney Fund as well. So uh, brilliant to catch up with you. We'll do it again, and I'll be speaking to you about venues and stuff like that as well. Always great to hear. So I don't know if you heard this story. We started off talking about fashion, Ian, but um, yesterday it was was tremendous. A Chilean top-flight club called CD Palestino have uh, released a Green Brigade tribute jersey. Now, listen, we had a brilliant contributor Nassim Rabani on yesterday talking about the Palestine-Israel uh, situation and how that's affecting Leela Bada. Uh, politics and football, well, it is. intertwined. I mean, yesterday's conversation showed just that. Um, and on the back of it, loads of good feedback on Asim's contribution. He's been a great signing. Uh, a bit of a Bosman. He's been the best Bosman since Manny went from the Stone Roses to Primal Scream. Green Brigade tribute jersey. Have you seen it, Ian? What do you think?
2: Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's 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 nice to show your support, you know, and uh, uh, where you can, you know, peaceful protest, you know. But it's it's uh, it's nice. To, uh, it's nice to be associated with, you know, the oppressed, you know, as we are as a, a club, you know, we are as we are as a people, you know, um, so it's it's always it's always good you know to sort of have that kind of visual display of solidarity with with like-minded groups and individuals
1: it does and and, and you know I, I remember being at one of our um aforementioned Axiom events and you know how there's like these these uh, companies that make their own gear uh, uh, merchandise that is make their yeah. own merchandise i'd better just yeah. <laughs> clarify that so they make their own merchandise and there are companies that
0: do the other thing as well, mate.
1: Though apparently so. <laughs> uh, I was going to say something, i better not right. So um, the jerseys, yes, and they are a bit wacky. Some of the designs are a bit wacky. Um, and someone came in and it was a it was a knockoff. It was an actual knockoff. And I, I thought to myself, we have arrived. They're making actual knockoffs on these these merchandise sites. Oh, but it is it's it's a classy looking jersey, Lawrence. This Green Brigade yeah.
0: tribute. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, I'm sure there'll be swamped with orders throughout the Celtic diaspora. Uh, yeah, crack in Jersey. Uh, unfortunately, you know, it doesn't seem like that many countries have, have any interest in putting pressure on things to stop. You know, for years, you know, there's been queries why Israeli clubs played in uh, in European competitions. You know, you an African continent, play there. Uh, it just doesn't seem like there's the appetite amongst those that lead us uh, to do anything meaningful about it. You know, I saw a court, I think it was in Holland, ruled against parts going through there. The UK doesn't seem to want to do anything. In fact, most Western nations don't really seem to want to do anything at all to upset it. Uh, you know, you've got a strange sight of the Labour Party with support. Or someone because they've criticised the genocide. Utterly really bizarre, you, you know. Politically, I don't know that leaves people in this country. You know, you know there's been enough. Obviously, the, 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 not the start of the conflict, as they would have you believe. The start of the conflict. There was enough support shouted for Israel. You know, we all know risk is back to, well, oh, probably to the League of Nations and uh, Britain getting drawn up a mandate for Palestine, and then after the Second World War. Uh, Israel been uh, created out of nothing or out of Palestine, but you know, the tail end of last year there was enough people coming out shouting all support for Israel. I don't see any action being taken against them for a support, you know, which is obviously a genocide. You know, a complete destruction of a people, and there's Labour, you know, withdrawing support for. Another candidate's it, because he spoke out against it. It, it. It's just a crazy world, you know. You yeah, you have to kind of check is this, you know, have you jumped through the looking glass or something here? Yeah, but the, the, crazy. the
1: big thing, the minute you question it, as you say, they shut you down, shut you down, Lawrence. It's fascism, um, and it's you know, in its most obvious form. And I think that when you consider. Why we're talking about this, we're talking about it because one of our players and um, who has been at Celtic now for two and a half years, one of potentially the, the player with, with the highest ceiling at Celtic, some might argue, um, has been directly affected by it. And obviously, Brennan Rodgers has spoken about it. Lawrence, what does your future hold for Lila Bada? Does he have a future?
0: Listen, over and above Lila I think we'd be speaking about it anyway, to be honest. you know? I think it's probably, you know, Ian's touched on it, you know, a club that represent the oppressed. It's not like people in our sport wouldn't have an opinion and wouldn't be speaking about it. But, you know, we don't know what's going on with Leo, how he's feeling about things. He's obviously obviously struggling and you hope the club supports him, you know, as well as they can. Uh, while this kind of genocide is still going on, I, I think he's stuck in limbo to a certain extent while well, he's at Celtic.
1: Yeah, we, we will see. And I'm pretty sure that uh, that will be clarified or, or I hope it's clarified pretty soon, Ian. I mean, Will Barris had done a magnificent impact at Celtic in his first two seasons. He was lesser used in season number two, but people keep going on about his data, and, and the raw data being, of course, goals and assists. Um, comes in as a, a young player, 19-year-old international, makes his mark on his debut against mitchelland in the qualifier on the range, and big goals. He's a scorer of big goals. He liked playing against Rangers, so one thing I would say in the first two seasons that he didn't really do is turn it on on the kind of top European level. And I was looking forward to the season, Ian, seeing him and others, like Rio Atati kind of stepping up because obviously the, the debut season in the Champions League allows them to, to see what it's all about, if you like, and then coming into season two. Didn't quite see it from either of the two, Atati or, or Abada. But um, Abada's season stop start. Brendan's taking him away from the team at the weekend. And he confirmed that that's what he's done. Not in the right frame of mind, he said. Um, does he have a future? Do you think Ian, at Celtic?
2: As it stands at the moment, um, no, I don't think so. Um, we forget, well, we, not, not we do, but I think a lot of people probably forget how young he is as well. You know, he's over here on his own, um, so it's it's uh, it's it's a difficult one for him. You know, and remember as well, this is this is you know. Wars or conflicts—it's it's governments that, that that deal in this, not not citizens and people. You know, we're all citizens and people of a, of, a, of whatever country we're born in. You know, so you know, it's it's nothing against Israeli people. You know, but if he's if he's receiving pressure because of a very vocal, a very visible uh, solidarity with the Palestinian cause um, from the Green Brigade and from from lots lots of of our support. Yeah, it can only go one way, I think. You know, which is which is that he leaves. Um, it's it's a shame, really. Um, but it is what it is, you know. I, th- I think you know, it's if his head's gone, he's having to go and find find some space and time to try and sort of get advice or, or or get his get his head together. Um, it doesn't it doesn't bode well. So I think I think it's a, a part of the ways, unfortunately.
1: It, it seems to be that way. 22 years of age, Lila Bada, 10 caps for Israel. And this season, as I say, he missed the entire Champions League campaign due to that um, torn thigh muscle. You'll remember that um, his final appearance prior to the injury was against Rangers at Ibrox, the one nothing game, which uh, was won by a goal scored by Kyogo, who we'll be talking about in a moment. And then he made his return against Rangers in the corresponding fixture when we beat them 2-1 at Celtic Park, he was just coming in, back into the side rather, um, when obviously uh, Brennan Rogers identified that he was not in the right frame of mind and he's been removed from the squad. and It looks as though that's going to be the case in the coming weeks. Uh, for Celtic, 112 appearances, 29 goals, 22 um, uh, assists, a-, a cracking record. Uh, and you ask yourself whether or not we're going to see him in a Celtic jersey again. Let us know in the comments section what you think about uh, Leela and whether or not he does have a a future at Celtic. Jungle Line, always a pleasure to meet you on the chat group here. Sometimes a manager falls upon a formula that clicks. I think what became pretty clear, Lawrence, and as was his right, as is any manager's right, he was going to do it his way. You know, cue a song from Lawrence. Maybe it's a bit early for that. He was going to do it his way, right? So when he realised, I think we all seen it, that Kyogo wasn't really suited to the, the 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 kind of laborious at times lead up play. We've been speaking about it for weeks. The fact that you know the high tempo style really suits Kyogo, and he makes those runs. He can he can identify pockets of space before anyone else. He makes the runs. He's not getting the ball. Um, and instead of changing the whole dynamic of the team, he's, he's simply changed
0: and tweaked the shape a wee bit. It really did seem to suit Kugo at the weekend, didn't it? Yeah, definitely. You know, a bad uh, sorry, either st- stretching the, the pitch, making it bigger. You know, and there was that pocket space just for Kugo to move into and, and slot the ball away. He looked a lot happier there. He was getting on the ball more. He was contributing more. The the, the only worry was how much we, we, we seeded in midfield. Ken, kind of as I touched on earlier, you're hoping you know Greg Taylor comes back, he'll give you more support in mid, midfield at, than than But it was refreshing, wasn't it? And I've obviously seen Ken and Morrison say, well, you know, we're playing more longer balls, so we are playing quicker. And it's like Kev, Kev Graham saying, you, you know, but slow and ponderous and. I think some of that's true. You you, you won't forget that. You know, Ange put Liam Scales up to Aberdeen, and uh, I don't think he he thought a lot of Stephen Welsh simply because he takes too long to play the ball. You know, it's no surprise they've got they're, they're high up there in the number of passes because they're passing it between themselves and Joe Park. and then eventually the ball comes goes a long ball, but it's not a quick ball. You you, you know they're not playing that first time or one touch and it, it has been killing Kyogo, it's not been working for us some of that's down to obviously injury uh, inaction, action or ineptitude in the transfer market you know mm. we've been left with what we have you know we're down to the bare bones in the back and I mm. think they perform well against them. you know But I think we've got a right to uh, feel entitled to better when the club's got 70 million quid on. Or maybe more, because they're, they're a wee bit late in releasing their interns. I don't know why. You know, lying in the bank. And I think the manager and the captain came out, you know, expecting more to come in. It's not happened. So, you know, at the end of the season, if we, if we win the league, uh, you know, perhaps a cup double, I don't think it's going to be because the manager was fully backed. Uh, I think we'd have to take a half to the manager and say, Well, look, you've been beset by injury problems. Mm-hmm. Trying to remember how often he's been able to put the same 11 in the park, week in, week out. And, you know, uh, him and the players that he's got at his disposal will have pulled off a, a cracking triumph for us. A double. The, 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 what under he the circumstances. He, yeah, it, 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 it's the lack of backing from above is what I think. It's yeah. when Brendan comes back, but we're all expecting, you know, a and Sinclair or something. Oh, Brendan's back, he's not coming back not to get back in the transfer market. Surely this means we're going to kick on. You know, we're three or four players away from making an impact. The Champions League hopefully going last 16. And uh, yeah, but what do we know? Money's better off in the bank, obviously.
1: I don't quite understand it, you know. I'm really keen to bring in your thoughts. Uh, You know, bring them through. What are you you thinking? Are you agreeing or disagreeing with us? Keith Oakden, pleasure to see you. Dialing in from Plymouth. And uh, Ian, the title isn't odd. It's not as if no one knows Kyogo's abilities. Uh, that bit at the end, duh. I mean, what age are you, mate? <laughs> Seriously, we all know his abilities. The title means that Kyogo's not really been playing that well in Brendan Rogers' system. Brendan Rogers has realised that there's a way to unlock the brilliance by changing the shape. Kind of self explanatory, but you only get about 200 characters on the title. So uh, thanks for bringing that to my attention so I could uh, explain that a wee bit more. Whiskey, Tango, Foxtrot, that's what I was thinking, WTF. If he could unlock the key to scales, not dithering on the ball for an eternity, only to pass it sideways or back, we could really start the motor. Again, though, Ian, that's what Brendan's team does. The centre-halves do tend to do that, rather than what uh, Lawrence was suggesting. I mean, how often... I'm, I'm going to use an example here. And I'm not saying we should have signed them or any of that kind of stuff. But you know who was brilliant at defence splitting passes and hitting the wings was Maurice Jens. From the centre half position. Chris Ayer, absolutely brilliant at doing it as well. And I think we've now got a situation where we've, we've seen skills doing it. We have seen skills doing it. And I think if you were to ask um, someone like Alan Morrison, someone who studies the data on players, uh, you would see that Stephen Welsh's range of passing is really decent as well. But um, Brennan Rogers likes his defenders to be able to pass short. He doesn't look for them to play that defence button pass. And when they do, it tends to be over the top. You know, Novroski was doing it quite a bit, Ian. Maybe that's why he's not playing. The past
2: few games, right? We've been—it's been really obvious. that teams are are, are putting us under pressure with a high press. They're swarming us. So, you're right. You know, Brendan does. does you know, his signature sort of a dish really is is, is a ponderous. You know, playing from the playing from the back—a bugbear of mine. I'm sure as many as playing the ball. To the keeper right across the line, you know, when somebody's bobbly pitching things like that, you know, it's like high risk activities, really, when you you know anything can go wrong. Um but of course the net effect of that is the is the fact that if you, if teams are are, are organized uh, a well drilled and high uh, for high press, they're putting us under pressure every time. And we're predictable. They can they can they can set their watch to how we're gonna set up. And the the I the thing that I thought was sort of um Proves that we shouldn't be. We should be going in a different manner. Was Callum McGregor's sort of defence split and pass against St Mirren? You know, he t- he picked the ball up deep. There's nothing stopping a defender sort of doing this. I you know Morris Yents and things like that, where he took the, he took the whole team out. He passed he passed through sort of three three defensive lines. You know, um, um, for for um Palmer to pick the ball up, and also Palmer hitting the byline as well. You know, um, and getting a cross in. But quickly, you know, so that's that is to play to Kyobo's strengths, you know, his movement. He can, right? If even if he gets a, a, a less than brilliant ball, he's got he's got the credentials and he's got the he's got the talent to, to make something out of nothing or half, you know half chances, you know. So um, yeah, we can see it. You know, and I, I, the, the change of shape and formation um, is is refreshing to see. We've all been crying out for it. And I know Brendan's got a makeshift defence. I mean, that was not more apparent when we played against Hibs, you know. Balls that they got round the back, you know. We looked like they were all over the place at times, you know. of defending, you know, white knuckles. What we're getting through this period, you know, with all the injuries we've got, we're still grinding out results. Ain't pretty, you know. And of course, you know, Brendan says in his press the other day, you know, rankled in a rankled sense that you know there's outside noise and you know, you know, it's as if like you know, there's no right by fans to sort of be disgruntled. When we got the comparison from last season of that that irresistible football, this clunky, ponderous football that we saw at the end of Brendan's last regime, so um, whether that would be the case if we had Cameron Carter-Vickers and one of the defenders that we signed was was as, as good as Starfelt, um, I don't know, um, but yeah, we've got the rest. We've got thirteen games remaining, thirteen cup finals, and uh, you know we're, we're, it's it's tighter than it should have been, you know, um, but for the for the for the, uh, the man on the fence, for, for the for the casual observer, it's uh, an exciting title race.
1: Uh, well, it would be. It definitely would be, Ian. There's no doubt about it. Uh, some might question why we're in that title race. Lawrence has pointed out again that we're on uh, stacks of money. Who knows what's going to happen in the summer? Let's hope that uh, Brendan Rogers is still here and gets his way, if he's won a double, that is. Because, Wait, uh,
0: can you imagine how much money we could have by August and next oh. December? Oh, could be mentally. Could be well, in the bank.
1: It would be great to be playing in the Champions League. It would be phenomenal to be winning the league, Lawrence. Um, I I just think, obviously, we're in a situation where everybody points to the fact that we're running really, really well as a business, uh, Lawrence. And you know, most of us, or a lot of us rather, um, if you look at the demographic of people who actually watch Axel, I'm not just saying that willy-nilly, I know that we do generally appeal to uh, an age group that's not your kind of up to maybe 21-year-olds. So most of the people that, that tune in um, have experience where we've not been run well. We've been run absolutely diabolically. And I think there is a, a really you know a cautious nature to that. But there's been cautious launch, and then they're sitting on a pile of money that size.
0: You've got to look at gold. Like we're run well, but we won't metric. We were run better than our rivals who went bust. Mm-hmm. Is that why we're run well? But listen, the most devout you know, customers. Good choice there, you know, I, I like that. You know, dollars, you know, we're there, we're always there. So it's not like they need to, They know they don't need to keep the customers happy. You know, we're always there. It's so, unconditional, isn't it? Yeah. So, you know, if that's the metric, yeah, we'll run better than a club who engaged in a illegal tax scheme. It, to be honest, if you're the biggest club with the most money, you should be winning the league more often than not. Mm-hmm. Your rivals go bust. You should get a period of dominance. I don't think that's necessarily run well with the fact that we didn't follow them and go bust. Is that a metric? Because I think most of the fans look to Europe. They go, well, we know the biggest club in Scotland, but what are we doing in Europe? Where, where's the progress here? And, we even, you know, and also, are we developing our own players? And on all of those, it looks like of failing to me I don't know how yeah. the board bo- would judge that as a uh, been running well you know you can go oh, up but, but doing the best in Scotland my dominant drivers went bust but you put more money than anyone else in Scotland what do you expect
1: by, by a distance
0: buy yeah. well, yeah. what do you expect you know you've got a best manager what, what do you expect and it, it it just surprises me that you know they will award themselves pay rounds and go yeah you're doing great <laughs> Listen, if there was two years on the board, I don't think it would make any difference to us. I know. You know, I don't think we should kind of bow down because we don't go bust. I think it's absolutely crazy at times. Yes, commercially we do well. I think Sean Brown does a great job. Yeah, It doesn't put people on the park for us, though. It doesn't put the level of players that the manager wants, the fans demand, the captain's expecting. You know, for them it seems to be less about the football.
1: Well, you know the thing you're touching on there, and I totally agree with what you've just said, Lums. It is an unconditional support that you've got for the football club. Um, the only reason that, that some people stopped going to the games in the early 90s was because it was an organised movement. And then the thing is, though, when you buy season tickets, you're going there to watch your, your team. You buy merchandise, it's because you want to obviously support your team. I always remember when the big the big focus started going on buy it directly from the clubs because more money goes to the club. But you don't expect then for the board to just sit in the door. You, you want them to reinvest it, like you say, in the infrastructure, uh, in the stadium, uh, in the training um, complexes that we've now got two of, in the the, the playing pool. Um, obviously, you want you want a massive investment in youth as well and the development of youth. So I, I totally agree with you. And there needs to be a balance. I mean... Being nice and safe and cautious is one thing, but being so cautious that you've got all this dough in the bank, and I'll say it again, I'm not having a dig at Bernabe, I'm not having a dig at Ralston, I'm not having a dig at, at Welsh. But what if one of these guys get injured? You, you've already said we're down to the bare bones. You're you're absolutely right. We are. One of these guys get injured, and then it really is an, an issue that we've got going in every single game. The the sixteen, hopefully sixteen games between now and the Scottish Cup final. And I'm you know I would like to be in that. Um, is absolutely key. We've got to win. Basically, we've got to win every game. And if, for example, Bernabe got injured, I mean, where would that leave you? You know, and it's just, it's a terrible management of the squad, really. And and Brendan shouldn't be put in that position, but he has been put in that position. Mikey Boy, hail, hail to you as well. Hail, hail, everyone, says Mikey Boy. I would still like Kyogo as our main striker up front, as that is where his top-class finishing is best utilised. Dropping deeper works, but not to the same devastating devastating effect as a striker. I don't disagree with that. I just can't see Brendan doing it, Ian. I think I've used, and it's not because I think there were similar players, but in terms of the goals we were bringing to the table, you know, Griffiths was the most prolific goal scorer we had when Brendan Rodgers took over. But we didn't really play to his strengths either. And he was never as prolific again for Celtic. Um, and I think Brendan's said in the past that he likes a spread of goals. By the way, we're not getting enough of our spread of goals in this team. He did first team round, uh, first time round, rather, but we're not getting enough players in amongst the goals this time round. But he doesn't like to focus on just one person uh, being that talismanic goal-scoring force, does he?
2: No, um, but you're you're quite right. We're not we're not spreading it. You know, it's like, well, why, why can't we have someone who's can be talismanic plus a spread of goals as well? That would mean that we're playing attacking, exciting football. Um, for me, it doesn't really matter. You know, if it was Joe Hart that got forty a season. I wouldn't really care as long as we're getting the goals and got get, getting the wins. You know, you know, slight, slightly flippant comment, but you know, the the fact remains: as long as we're winning, you know, um. But it's um it's it's been really disjointed, and I think you know, I know Brendan said that players have not been asked to sort of do anything really differently. Um, and certainly he said that with Kyogo when he, you know, it's almost like a, it was a veiled throwing under the bus when he said that, and when he and obviously when he dropped him as well. But it was evident, you know, when he, when he got his goal against Submarine, when he changed the tactics that it wasn't, you know, it's it's it has been changed. Um. So, you know, Griffiths and, and Keogh were different players, but he is a talismanic figure, figurehead. And, and, and Lawrence, the point you made before as well about um, Ida sort of drawing, player, you know, stretching the pitch. He, he made that sort of diagonal run um, that pulled the defender away, which created a bit, a bit more space for Keogh's goal in St Mirren. So he has been doing that, so it's been a, it's been a good addition. Um, so, uh, yeah, you know, it's... Fair enough. If, if he's if he's if he's spreading the goals about, you know, and we're playing we're playing that kind of rock, you know, heavy metal football, um, fair does, But I don't, I'm not seeing that.
1: No, we've not really seen it this season. Uh, Greetings, says Paul Hogan from County Clare, in Ireland. You ever been there once, County Clare? I know you oh, like to get about yeah. a bit. Two counties.
0: I've not been to, it. Not been to Clare. I need to go there. County of music, I believe. County Clare. Is it? Well, I'm pretty yeah. sure you will visit
1: at some point on your
0: travels, Joe Hamilton.
1: Welcome back to the show. I think Brendan has decided to fight and this is what the team's been waiting for. Let's talk a wee bit about Brendan then. Lawrence, um, I was talking about the relationship, the kind of energy levels that we've had with Brendan all season, going from a lot of discerning voices when he got the job. Some people didn't want him at the club after what had happened. They were demanding um, apologies and all this kind of stuff to the point where we ended up singing his name not that long ago. Um, and then there was the big dip with the you know the, the style of football and all the rest. It's been up and down all season. But there's one thing for sure, is he seems to be coming back fighting. I, I do like the cut of his jib in recent
0: weeks, Lawrence, and I think the time is right for him to come out swinging. Oh, definitely. Listen, if, if nothing else, he definitely believes in himself, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. You know, he'll, he'll back him and his teams to get results. And look, through injury... You know, we're touching it through injury and and, and other reasons. we have not put on the the standard of the team on the park we'd expected, but yet yeah, you know we're still grinding out results. It's great to see that that, that Brendan's you know focused. He, he's still got that passion. And I remember talking to Gordon Stracken up at the the Bean Cross. I was saying he was. I think you were the interviewer that that day. The Alan Horns gigs, and uh, he was saying he wouldn't go back into the club management didn't have the anger for it anymore. He said, you really need to have that anger to do it. And it's great that, that Brendan's got it, that he's displaying it. And I said, th- these players, and, and it's not that we malign them. Eh. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect
1: gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's
0: there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com special specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com special specialoffer. But if they achieve this, you know, with that back four, that they've been forced to put out, i would be an outstanding performance. You know, the, the odds you've gotten that back four at the beginning of the season. Unbelievable. And Even if they were to be the back four at the beginning of next season, you wouldn't believe it. So, these guys are really putting a body on the line, they're getting results in no matter what we think of the their quality or, or, or ability, they're producing on the park. Uh-huh. May not be the sc- scintillating stuff, but you know, sometimes it's the three points, it's three points, isn't it? It's a win in the league or in the cup, it's getting to the next round. You don't remember the bad games, listen, I just second season. Wasn't the, the brilliance we remember? I remember it being sticky in January and February and that, and going to oh, for people, stand out, or a couple of 1 0s here and there. You know, but what do you remember? You remember the end of the season, the trophy in the cabinet, don't you, you do. You, do. And, you know, and Brendan said at the beginning of the season, for those that you know, aren't happy to see me yeah, we'll see you there, we'll see you back here in May. Uh huh. And hopefully it turns out to be true that, that Brendan delivers another double. You I mean, with Lenny's comment, you know, you've said the it was your fault, you said the standard high tie, and to a certain extent, he did. You know, losing to invincible treble, you know, a real invincible season. He
1: uh, normalised trebles, Brendan yeah. Rogers. You know, th- you know that was now and again we would win a treble, and then Brendan came along and he normalised the winning of trebles. That that was a big thing, Lawrence. You know, that do- that that level of domination um, yeah. of Scottish football was hitherto never seen because even in the sixties.
0: Aye. This is a genuine, you know, four four trebles. Know. You know, it's a genuine a world record, not a world record that applies to Scottish Lord Division played a, a wet Wednesday night. You know, it's a genuine world record. It is, and, and it's do you- a domination that he
1: kicked off. You're you're talking about that Gordon Strachan night. It was actually myself, um, because Paddy McCourt was there that night as well. Yes. And uh, Gordon Strachan talking about anger, he famously uh, quoted John Lydon and said, Anger is an energy. Can you remember that, Ian? Gordon Strachan. You know he loves his music. You know he loves yeah. his music. <laughs> anger is an energy. Man. Yes, yes. No, I'm camera, actually. But, 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 um, that the day he was that telling you all about, James, as well? Well, when we did the event with Gordon Strachan last year up at BAD, BAD as Art and Design, um, I had put a playlist on. And I never told him initially, but I put a play, playlist on because he he comes in really, really early, Gordon, right? And he's got like a presentation with video montages and stuff like that. He's very precise, very thorough. And he wanted to make sure they were going to work and he was going to speak to the wee sound guy and say, right, when I give you the nod and all this, absolutely organised. I loved it, right? So he was in early as and We're having a cup of tea and all that. And then the VIP guys come in to get a meet and greet with Gordon Stratton. And at one point, he starts singing along to whatever James song was on, because I had set the playlist up to play just James. It was a random playlist, but it was just James songs. Eventually, starts singing along to one of the songs. I said, have you not noticed you've been in for an hour and every song's been James? That was because I know you're a massive fan. Oh, that's brilliant, he says, and he phones Tim Booth. He FaceTimed Tim Booth, and and I've got a great picture of it, actually, it's on axon.net. And he's sitting there talking and he's saying to Tim Booth, what do you hear in the background? I'm here doing this event, Celtic State of Mind and Tim Booth's. It was surreal, Ian. I'm sure you've had a few surreal moments similar to that. But yes, it was surreal. Um, Kevin Morton, hail, hail to you as well. Uh, from south of the wall in Dalton, where are you watching Axon? Um, I had brilliant uh, feedback on Friday from some of our friends over in Ardoine and Belfast, and, and it was tremendous to, to put a, a face to some of the names as well. So hopefully you're, you're tuning in. Ridiculiser, we're talking about the tagline. Even if he has, and you're referring to Rogers tapping into Kilgo's brilliance, that it has taken him until February to unlock it should put an end to all the talk of him being an elite manager. Um, okay, uh, talking about that post-match, Ian, that L- Lawrence referenced between Brendan and, and Neil Lennon, uh, we we were talking about it yesterday. I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it. Just you know, three football managers chewing the fat. Um, I didn't like the comments some people were made about Emma Dodds, etc., because I just felt that actually, as an interviewer, I thought she'd done really well because she allowed them just to to run with it. And I think that's the, the true essence of what to do when you're interviewing somebody. So I, I would give her credit as well. Um, but I thought the three guys just chewing the fat was brilliant, and in particular. Uh, Brendan and Neil Lennon, but a lot of the feedback I got after mentioning that Ian was that um, they were the, or or you know they were kind of having a dig at us as supporters, you know, saying that our expectation levels are too high. Isn't that what it's all about? Isn't that the way that you get better by setting the bar as high as possible?
2: We've been the standard bearer for for a, a good number of years, you know, um, and you know we weren't even a two horse race for for, for many years. Um, so naturally, we're going to be successful in those in, the, in those t- t- times, you know. Now, the fact that Rangers have got to come back, and um, we've, let, we've let a, a, a quite a significant lead slip. Um, what I said this before, you know, but an analogy, you know, it's like if you go to a restaurant, and you get a bad meal, and you complain to the chef, and the chef comes in and says, Well, you're not a chef, you know, it's uh, how dare you complain? We're fans, you know, we, we invest. More money than these guys. These guys are employees. They're taking money out the club. We're putting money in, right? as fans, you know. Whether it be Celtic TV or going to the games with season tickets and things like that. So we have a voice, you know, and we and we should have a voice and we should be listened to, you know. Spoiled, yeah. Well, perhaps we have been, you know. But you know, we're we're, we're not Partick Thistle, you know. No district part Partick Thistle. We're not, you know, we're not we're not Ross County. We're not we're not Hibs, even, you know. Um, where they're not, their they expectat- their t- expectation levels are. Exponentially lower, you know. They're not expected to to win the league, but we're expected to win the league. And with some panache and with some style, we were getting that previously under a different manager, who you know was more of a fluke than than judgment, I think, by the by the board. But you know, it's um, it was nice to see. The, so the the combination of the, of the three of them, you know that, that you know, especially that it looks like Brendan Rodgers and and Neil Lennon have a rapport. You know, I love Neil Lennon. I, I think he was harshly done by. Previously, I know you, you you touched upon that on the sh- on the show yesterday, and some of the guys didn't really. Well, that seem didn't, didn't didn't um agree with that, but um but Jerry, did. Now, I'm with Jerry on that one. You know, I think we, we, you know, Neil Lennon has been a, a stalwart for for Celtic football club since he joined. You know, and um, I think with with the with the Malays with the board, I think the problems. Are, I think it's probably a lot of things that we don't know about. But having to work under with a bit of a poison challenge, I think is whoever came in. Or comes in; it's a bit of a poison chalice, and even Brendan Rodgers, as big a name he is, he's finding difficulties with this with this regime. So, yeah. goodness knows, Lennon was the same, you know. Um, but I think, I think, um, yeah, that's that's kind of natural in that sense.
1: Um, I said at the top of the show, it's twelve thirty, which means it's uh, the Axon Bulletin time, and um, the reason I mention that is because we have been doing this now; has been for the last uh, well. If you, it was from the beginning of the fabled 10 in a row season. So one, two, three, three and a half seasons now we've been doing this. And we've never missed a beat. We've never missed a game. We've never missed a match, a match day or a weekday. And I just want to thank everybody because um, the support that we get every single day uh, does not go unnoticed. We talk about all the time, the feedback that we get. Sometimes it's private feedback, DMs, emails, etc., And it keeps the whole thing rolling on but I do sometimes find it quite uh, interesting to go back to some of those early shows I'm going to tell you some of the the titles just to give you an idea of where we were um, as a football club should Celtic sign Fletcher Tony or a Yeti was one of the headlines and that was viewed that was a live show which was viewed by 113 people and when you think that we're we're always teetering on the kind of 800 to 1000 live on the week unbelievable the way that this has grown and I know that uh, Obviously, uh, streaming and live streaming and having that discussion has become kind of the norm. And there's probably another thirty alternatives out there at the you know this moment in time who who now do the same uh, as what we're doing. But uh, we are going to be mixing things up very very soon. It's going to look a wee bit different as well. But we'll always be here at twelve thirty. Thank you all for getting involved. We like to go on the road, and I'm going to announce here that a Celtic State of Mind. I've uh, just set up three new events. Um, when we went over to Belfast, I was blown away by the amount of people who who watched us and who wanted us to go over there, and we will be coming back. But this clutch of three gigs, the tickets have just gone on sale this morning. Um, we are bringing Paddy McCourt over to Glasgow. He's not been to Glasgow for a long, long time. Uh, Paddy McCourt uh, is coming to Gracie's, and the tickets are underneath the, the, the link here, underneath the video, and he's also going to come to Grangemouth. He's coming to Caesars, Paradise in Grangemouth. Um so if you're in the area and you want to come along and see an Axom night, then please do so. Paddy's always good crack. And then Martin O'Neill. What I would say is with um Axom has set up two events previously with Martin O'Neill. One was at Barra's Art and Design in Glasgow, one was in Greenock. Both of them sold out within 48 hours. So we have just set up our third event with Martin O'Neill. It's at Barra's Art and Design. The tickets are available underneath this video. So thank you all for supporting what we do. And it's always great on these occasions to, to meet people. I mean, we met Lloyd Patrick Jepson at one of these events. And we also met uh Chris McIlwain, a.k.a. Double Denim, who, when he walks into local places or boozers now, um is hearing shouts of there's Double Denim. So these are the people that we meet at the gigs and uh, they eventually become part of the Axon community. It's brilliant. I really enjoy it. Uh, Scott Mason. Regarding the tagline, I think if he has, that's amazing. But let's see after the Rangers game. Um, I've said this before um, in relation to Kyogo. Kyogo, uh, I think, was was ideally suited to the way that Ange Postacoglu played his football, Lawrence. But I I don't subscribe to this season being an absolute write-off. There's a comment in here in relation to... Here we go. Here we go. Ridiculiser comes in. I would sell Kyogo tomorrow. Never clinical enough for the Champions League. Well, this season he scored two goals in six appearances in the Champions League and uh, both goals were sensational. Great moves. And actually, I made the point, Not this isn't with hindsight, I made the point, the move that won us the penalty against Hibbs was very similar to the move times two in the Champions League, between the interplay between him and Matt O'Reilly, the movement, creating that spacing and then getting the shot away or getting the shot in, actually. I don't like that term getting the shot away. That's a new term. That's a hipster term, right? So I, I don't agree with that. I think he'll go this season in the Champions League showed that he can
0: perform at that level once. Listen, I think he does better when there's there's more space. We get more space in the Champions League. We're not playing against, you know, ten or eleven guys behind the ball as we are in Scotland every week. So yeah, he's proven at that level two goals and six. I think it's a great return from a striker is in the Champions League we've all lamented the, the, the quality in the squad so the team's certainly not as good as it was last year so he's playing in a, a weaker team than expected two goals and six I would say that shows he's a Champions League level player and you know we'd we'll wait to the Rangers game I think Brendan's track record in, in games against Rangers uh, is outstanding as is Kyogos you know yeah. Yeah. he hasn't been he hasn't been uh, great this season Kyogos he hasn't been in form but what a goal against against Rangers. That was amazing, wasn't it? Celtic both, both of them. Absolutely World class. You know, the second half. Just what's going to happen and out and over the pulls that world class goal. Yeah. yeah. Well, we sell Kyogo though. I wouldn't say it's because of quality, we'd sell him. He's get you know, if we're going to sell him, he's getting towards the end of his contract, the age is up. I mean all that sport loves to turn a profit. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's I think it'd be nothing to do with his football or a lack of ability that we would sell him. It's because of his ability, I think, there's uh, plenty of people queuing up for him and the board would comfortably turn a profit on him. He's uh, Obviously, he, he's had an extension saying to his
1: contract, so we're in control if there has been any um, interest in Keogh. But as you say, it's because of the quality of the player, Lawrence, rather than us trying to get rid of him. Um, I don't subscribe to... Uh, that at all that he's not good enough for the Champions League and I, I get what you say I think uh, against Rangers as well he, he gets more space Lawrence because they open up and they, they try to win the game it's the same against uh, the Champions League teams um, th- this is actually quite amusing looking at some of the early headlines uh, of the Celtic State of Mind I'll be in a Yeti set to sign where else should we strengthen what's the story ball and goalie was another one is Shane Duffy the answer to Celtic's defensive worries oh. <laughs> Face, palm, moments. You're in the moment, no, Ian. You're in the moment. The guy's coming into the club. Go and watch them, because nobody else did back then. Um, 300 views on that one. But what's your take on the Cuba thing then? Uh, because I, I think, I've said before, Ian, that there are players in this team that I'm happy going into a Champions League game with. And he's one of them. Matt O'Reilly's one of them. Cameron Katavickers is one of them. Callum McGregor. Rio Atati, when fit. You know, so for me, he is... One of the top top players we've got at this football club.
2: Yeah, he's one of the one of the pillars, the cornerstone. You know, all the all the cliches you like, but he's he's earning the right, you know, to be in 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 that in that sort of company or that conversation. Um, yeah, and it's it's like it, with the high pressing now, with there's a lot of there seems to be a lot more physicality. Mm-hmm. With it, with this sort of the the smaller teams in Scotland, you know, um, which is nullifying a lot of it, you know, it's obviously twin with the way we're playing. It's he's not he's not getting the best we're not getting the best out of him, you know. But that combination against Saint Mirren with him in, um, sorry, against Hibernian, um, when he got the penalty, you know, it was it was it was akin to the the one against um, Atletico you know, that 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 that, that one two, you know, um, and, and he, it's you know finding that little bit of space, you know, with that bit of intelligence, but um. Yeah, he's a standout. He's a standout, in, in, obviously. Against better opposition, you can really see the class of him and Atati, you know, and O'Reilly. You know, that's where you see the, 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 the sort of the, the rose voice type players they are. Maybe gets a bit a bit sort of muddied um, when it's a, a wet and windy night uh, up in Dingwall, or, 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 for example, or something like that.
1: You know, I've got to give a big shout-out to our very own Jim Orr as well. Uh, last week, brought to a close the, the most recent run, of events that he did with Bend like Bertie. And he did it, um, he did 30 shows in 30 months, uh, Benderly like Bertie. An astonishing achievement. Jim Orr is uh, retired and a workaholic at the same time. Uh, he was an activist in the early 90s. Uh, with save ourselves the movement that preceded Celts for Change. And it's always welcome to see him every second Friday on a Celtic State of Mind. Uh, so well done to Jim. Robert Highland's formation needs more practice you'll go better but Kyle Mac and Matt Riley swamped it in effect for large periods of the game right I disagree slightly with that Lawrence because I felt that Callum McGregor completely orchestrated the game against St Mirren
2: with the Lucky landslides, you can get lucky just about anywhere
1: More than once, actually.
0: Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You could get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com.
2: Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18
0: plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Uh, I think that on 61 minutes where we made the, the double change and we moved back to the previous shape, I was frustrated with that because I think you could see immediately everything changed again. It was pointed out to me, though, that perhaps that's what he wanted. He didn't want to go for a third goal. He just wanted to shut up shop and go home and get through to the next round. Fair enough. But I don't subscribe to that about the midfield. I actually felt we performed better. And I think that when Bernardo's in there, player that I have rated this season, there isn't enough pace between him and Matt O'Reilly. It's all right. I know O'Reilly's not the fastest, Lawrence, but I think you get away with one. If you bring Bernardo in
0: there, I, t- I just think the whole thing's a bit slow in the midfield. I, I just think Bernardo's the, the, the Portuguese David Tumble. You know, We, we, we a few of the managers criticised Tumble for what rate, his pace, and I see the, those kind of feelings in Bernardo. Listen, I, I think we des- decided to give up some possession in midfield. You, you, you're going to do that. You, you've sacrificed a, a player from there. And it will take the, the players... A bit of getting used to, it, but I don't think it was ineffective because we decided to give up some of that possession. But sometimes you watch this, we might have 8% possession, but not get a shot off. Sometimes you need to draw the team out, give them a bit of possession, create a bit of space for, for your players to go into. Right. Like Matt and Callum, the, you know, yeah, we'll need more practice with just the two of them, but I've touched on it earlier. When Greg comes back, he'll give them more support in midfield. I don't think Burnaby particularly gives you a lot of support there. So, yeah. Needs a bit of practice, but I think we gave up that space by design, you, you know, rather than error. It let something come out and come out as, yeah, because it was going to leave space for us. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, and maybe they're saying it's, you know, it's a cup game, they'd always given you space, but how often have we seen it? 10, 11 guys behind the ball, you know, we'll play maybe a five minute bust of a goal at Celtic or we'll try for a, a diagonal free kick in or a corner. Apart from that, we're happy to sit and maybe get, we 10 minutes to go. And hopefully the Celtic fans and the team get nervous. So, yeah, I I absolutely thought, yeah, we did give up space. At at times, there were more people in there than us. But I think that was by design. Uh, I don't think it was ineffective. We were 2-0 up with, with that formation. Do you think he'll stick to it once at the weekend? I McGregor, mean, I'd love to see him stick to it. I'd love to see what what difference. You know, as much as I thought had a good game, I'd love to see you know the, the difference Greg would make there. and the players playing it. You know, again, you know, the more often they play it, the more familiar they'll, they'll be with it. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I'd love to see him try it again. let bring Hugo more into the game. Mm-hmm. You know, either you know, third choice at Norwich or not. He's been great for us since he signed. You know, he really does give the, the opposition something more physical to worry about. He seems to stretch the park. It, it's looking to, to leave more holes for us, you know, and there, there's been a lot of, you know, Brendan's slow and ponderous and we keep keeping a hold of hold the ball too much, you know, possessions, it doesn't get us anywhere. Well, there was a flip side there and uh, he's come in for criticism there. Uh, you know, midfield ineffective, I wouldn't agree with that. I would agree that they look swamped at times. And it's just because of the number of players that Mum had in there versus us. But the what for us. It's another one for Brendan. And yeah, I'd love to see him try it again. Because I think Keogh could be really effective there. Uh, you know, have we unlocked his brilliance? I if, uh, unlocked is the right term, but we've certainly seen him in another position that he's playing well and getting goals from. So, yeah, and we can't have too many goals in a team. Certainly not when you've got 16 cup finals in front of you. You know, no Goals win your games As, as Jim Craig says uh, You know That's what it's about
1: There's just one thing I'm going to have to Pick you up on there Lawrence Just in case uh, Adam Adam's mum Is watching uh, It really annoys her if you, if you mispronounce his name Apparently it's Ida So you've got to call him Adam Ida And I'm just pointing that out Because yeah. we do okay. know that You,
0: you never Sorry know who's watching either.
1: You never know or who's watching, watching Right yes. Kevin I'm Adam, of course <laughs> We'll just call him Big Adam uh, What I liked about him as well Lawrence Is he had that that knack, you know, of the ball sticking to him. You know, Samurai yeah. said that, remember, you know, he could pull the ball out of anywhere, but just seemed to stick to him. He was very, very
0: good at that and he's got the strength to do it as well. Jakimakis yeah, was good at that. More, more time in the park. He, he's yeah. not had a lot of game time. More time in the park, more time playing with with his fresh teammates. It can only get better, I think. Yeah. Great start to it for him. Uh, you know, and just wish at this stage, you're thinking, why well, have we not got an option to buy? It's one of the weird ones, isn't it? You know, he's come in, he can have a penalty, thank goodness. Yeah, you know, and it seems a good foil for Kyogo. you know, I think Ian's been shouting all season, get two strikers on the park. What's know? the
1: story with uh, Van Houdonk, Uh the deal at Norwich with Van Hooydonk, what's the deal there? Is that, is there an option to buy for him? Is that maybe the reason why they've, they've worked against us having an option to buy?
0: I Think they've maybe worked against it because they've, they've known we've been desperate and they, they've kind of held all the aces they can decide. Mm-hmm. And you know, what's the downside? It goes up and got goes up here and does well, his value goes up, It goes up, doesn't do does well. I don't think it really changes his value, you know. So, I think Norwich have been uh, we've left everything so late, last minute signing, and we haven't had the negotiating power to say no, we want the option to buy because it's just say no, we'll go and find another striker. You've got three and a half hours or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you know, it's. I think it's just where we, where we found ourselves in the transfer market. It was so late in the day that, yeah, you know, the other party hit, held the power in that negotiation. We shouldn't be in that position, Lawrence. I'm sure you'll agree. Kevin? It's only had money to spend, you know. Oh, I know. I know. Maybe it's 5 million for Miofsky instead of the rumoured just under 3 million. If only, we, if
1: only we had time, money and a recruitment team Kevin Mealy, um, let's talk about Maida's crossing, dearie me, better performance though, hopefully at a turning point. Let's talk about Maida, Maida in general. I love him. I love Maida. He is criticised. Still, to this day. And I'll tell you the other day there. Um, and, and I take it, Kevin, I absolutely, his crossing can be suspect. Not always. Not always. I mean, I'll, I'll point out to that goalie set up for Jota. Remember, he, he was the guy, the only guy in the park that reacted uh, every Rangers player thought it was going to be a foul. He reacted, uh, he turned and, and dinked it overall in one movement and Jota uh, nodded at home. It was a phenomenal piece of play by Mayra. It still divides opinion, Ian. I don't think it's ever going to change, is it? He still divides opinion amongst the support. dies in Mayra, scores the goal, clinical, doesn't celebrate. Um, I mean, yeah, listen, if he could cross the ball the way we want him want to cross the ball, he probably would have been signed by somebody offering twenty five million pound, by now because he has so many other aspects of his game that are good.
2: Yeah, that's why I, I, I said that, and I, I've said that a couple of times, and I, 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 I really believe it. I think that it, him, I wouldn't mind seeing him in like that canty hold the midfielder role, whereby because he's energy. I, 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 we said it before, you know. I think I think um, Canty's nickname at Leicester was the twins because he was everywhere. His energy was everywhere, right? And I've, I was watching one of his show reels and it was like, he was getting on the end of his own passes. I think Maid has got, he's got the similar work ethic and, and speed to be able to do things like that, you know, so he could be a terrier and just give a simple ball into midfield where he's not, he's not got the pressure or the expectation to hit a, a wonderful cross and have an assist within, within the team framework. Um, but he's the thing is, for me, and I love him as well, how can you not love someone who works so hard right and he he, he makes no doesn't make any fuss he's a he's a he's a really stand stand up guy but he's not improving he's not and harry kiel was working with him and i know he he scored a goal recently and he he ran over harry kiel off his thanks but he doesn't seem to be improving and it is his job after all you know and bugbear we've spoken about on previous um shows is the fact that Professional football, like any professional footballer is not two-footed. You know, it's it's your it's your job, your work. You know, so um, but that's my my bugbear. So I'm in the camp of kind of not not totally sold on on Maeda. I think he's he, he's not shown, he's not showing the improvements that we expect. You know, he's he's final ball a suspect. He's decision making suspect at times. Um, it's inconsistent, too inconsistent for a Celtic player. I think.
1: When, when we're looking at the wingers, uh, we spoke about them all season because they were such a, an integral part of the success over the last couple of seasons. Yet the consistent consistency aspect hasn't really been there um, on both wings. You know, you've you've had flourishes or or pockets of games where uh, Palmer has been excellent, scoring goals, looking great, and and you know then you get a performance from Maeda and it's up and down. I remember him playing through the middle uh, as well, and I know Liam Carrigan likes him through the middle, and he scored a hat trick in the first half. Against uh, was it no Yokohama, um, in the Japanese tour tour uh, season there. So we've not really seen him going through the middle. Um, and to be fair, I think with regards to the wings, we we're, we're we've got a lot of wingers, but a real dearth of quality uh, on the wing. And and of course, Leela Bader's is now not part of that equation. So I think we will be seeing him. I, I made the point, Lawrence, if he's fit, I play him. I think it, 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 you know the energy, the pressing, even if. On the ball at times, yes, he can be suspect. I just think he, he creates space
0: for other people as well, doesn't he? Yeah, I'd start him People talk about playing quick football. He's stuck my all the time. The energy he gives to your press. You, you, you know, you, you remember Jack Charlton talking about kind of 88 euros and 90 World Cup, his team. Don't let them settle. Don't let them get set. We either doesn't give them a minute, does he? No, terrible. Yeah, it doesn't look... So, yeah, for me, it starts all the time. Yeah, his crossing could be better. His shooting could be better. His heading could be better. But You know, we can all improve in all aspects. But, yeah, and, you know, he's not an actual winger. It was actually ange- converted to a winger that came to Celtic. Maybe that's why, you know, his crossing's not up there. It's something he's been asked to do of late rather than from the start of his career. But, yeah, in our squad, he starts every time. Yeah. Uh, He's just relentless, isn't he? Absolutely yes. relentless. And I, I think the help he gives to Greg and to Bernabe, you know, you know that as well, it, it stands our team in good stead. You know, when you've got somebody putting that amount of effort in, it must be hard for the other guys not to, you know, stand there and hide and say, well, you know, I don't need it. You. you know, you just look to Maeda for inspiration. Luchie's working, it just never yeah. stops. And you, you remember that Jockstein quote, you know, the market, you, you know, great player is that he makes others better it's <laughs> n- not necessarily him himself it's the effect he has on his teammates and I think Made has got that effect on his teammates he he, he demands that you know they that, that put more effort in so yeah starts with me every week yeah he's, he's crossing spur maybe we should try him through in the middle but for me certainly with the squad we've got it starts every week yeah,
2: yeah. Would, you say, would you say though Antony Ralston, right? When he when he when he he set that marker down for the for the, when we go through the penalty against Hibbs, it was it was it was less than a one right? And that was like a, the attitude was amazing. But would, but would we would we start Ralston every week? I don't I don't I think it's, I don't think he's he's the first pick. I'm not sure if
1: you we, saw this. Yeah, and I'm not sure if you saw this comment. But I was about to bring this up when you when you started talking about it. So it's it's timely, it's timely.
0: Um, um, yeah, also, oh, and no, I didn't see the comment.
1: Was, uh, um, and last week I was
0: picking Ra- Ralston over Johnston. Or Johnson. Uh, and uh, right
2: back. yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to knock Ralston. I, I, I love the guy, and he's he's died in the wool. You know, he's that. If, if if you know every player, you could transplant that 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 attitude from Ralston and every player, even the manager at times. It'd be wonderful, you know, wonderful, you know. But it's um so, but you know, skill and and, and desire and and, and endeavor. If you'd marry them all, you know, we'd, 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 the board would flog everyone, wouldn't they?
1: No, you're right. The, the, the yeah. Ralston, that Ralston effect as well, though, as well as the, the fact, as you say, was it even a 60-40? It may have been a 70-30 and he wins it. Yeah. And it goes back to the point Lawrence made earlier, it can raise other people around you. And I, and it's not because of a, an element of skill. It was the, the dig. It was the drive. It was the determination, the passion. And you do need that. You do need it. And I think that it goes back to that point I made when we brought in nine signings in the summer. What if they've all no got it? What if they've all got a wee bit of trick, trickery and stuff like that but they don't have that element in their game that they need to be a winner um, as well. That that concerned me. Um, I'm going to bring this up because it is a very important point uh, that you make. Mick McCarthy and the Avatar. Remember that time he punched Crawford back the the face got sent off against Falkirk? €10 Euros you've you've paid to uh, a Celtic state of mind, you support the channel. But the point that you make, Shane Duffy's father passed away a few months before he joined. He moved up to play during the COVID season, had limited contact with people. We forget the human side of these players, just a thought. You're right. You're 100% right. And that would have affected other players who came to Celtic during that season as well. But Shane Duffy did have a very, very tough time of it. And I think when I go back to the... Uh, Taglines it shows you how looking forward and how excited I was to Shane a coming to Celtic. You know,
0: I thought they. it, it, I thought but they it was started. a great signing, did a couple of goals in the first three games, but you've got to remember it wasn't self defense. You know, look at the keeper behind him. I know it's highly inspiring for a centre half. You're balling golly out in the left, The centre half partner was changing almost weekly, yeah, it, 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 as well as his personal life on the football park. It wasn't easy, you know, you've not got a self-defence and Barca, although he's went away and, you know, he was a decent keeper before he came and he's proven to be decent elsewhere it's certainly was well, far from decent from us. Uh, no. you, you know, you saw it Was it Wells turning back, you know, I'm not playing the ball back there to Barca in a game. You could hear it it's, yeah. the players have no confidence in him and conversely probably the opposition, but, you know, we can have a real go in the box here because that keeper's The worst working. i see
1: actually was the West Ham game? Remember the six-two game when Anschutz?
0: Where his post? Where was he going?
1: You know, he had right no idea where his post was, did he? No, it was it was really poor by that stage. I mean, it was even worse. Um, Ian Conroy, I can't let you go uh, without mentioning the fact that Gary Neville tried to steal the thunder of Brian McClare last week. Sure, when it came, it was shocking. You're right, it was shocking, and I've not got into it, but I'm going to clip the interview I done with Chucky when he told me the story of when he says to Alex Ferguson, I'm sick of hearing Tina Turner across the tannoy when the team comes out simply the best, it's rotten. And he said, nothing to do with the fact that that's a Rangers tune, he just doesn't like Tina Turner, right? And so Alex Ferguson says, well, why don't we change it to Matt Monroe? And McClure was scoffed at such a a shocking suggestion. And Fergie walked out the room and said, well, pick whatever you effing like then. So Chalky was given permission to go and change the tune. And he went up to whoever was in charge of the music and he changed it to the Stone Roses, this is the one. And they've launched last week I did this in Manchester United, a Stone Roses range. It's like I was reading it, it was bizarre. I was like, wow, I love this. I would never buy a Man Utop, but I love this. Um and Gary Neville's taking all the credit for this as the one. Ian Conroy. There's no way he was at the Hacienda. Ender. No
2: way. Uh, man. Yeah, with his with his with his jeans with the with the crease and in the middle.
1: Stay pressed.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, it's like, uh, no, like, I wrote that in a blog years ago, you know, no, there's no one cooler than Brian McLear, you know, for his record collection, for the way, for his swagger, the way he picked the ball out the, the net, it was chalky all the way, you know, and we, we'll have to get some verification from one of the roses, Well, we'll, we'll, we'll have to do that, we'll send no, a text.
1: His pal, Manning's his mate, man, is his mate. Um, no, I wasn't having that last week. And the, and the interesting thing was, I was actually travelling. This is me just name dropping, so I'm apologising in advance. I was travelling to Belfast, and Simon Donnelly is a massive Roses fan, and we had the exact same discussion. And Don was like, "There's no way Gary Neville uh, got that change to old Trafford." But he was part of the anyway. The, the point is, Ian, bring it back to Celtic. Which band would you love to see Celtic and Adidas collaborating with on a range?
2: Oh, eh, well, it's going to have to be a... What a question. Um, Primal Stream, maybe? Uh, seems the obvious one, doesn't it? Um, Primal Stream, one. Primal Stream, yeah, uh, pro- probably is, is, the, is the obvious one. You know what, the Bluebells, the your Bluebells. Bobby,
1: yeah, absolutely. There's been a few, there's been a few, but I'm also yeah. thinking not just the, the, the music, but the artwork. The artwork needs to be you know, available to work with as well. Lawrence, what are you going to say, the Pogues?
0: Oh, no, mate. The Wolfies, there can only be one choice, surely, mate. I just can't believe it's up for debate. I'm sure that those, going right back to the start of this
1: conversation, those Wolf Tones stroke Celtic jerseys are available from the websites that do the hooky uh, axe on ones. I knew what, what I was
0: getting an Almost in symphony.
1: Yeah, uh, almost in symphony, I like it. Right, on that note, thank you every single one of you for tuning in. It's been an absolute pleasure on this Tuesday afternoon. Uh, Always is. I really enjoyed that. If you uh, enjoy what you see, then subscribe to the channel if you want to get involved in the live chat. Give us a big thumbs up, hit the notifications bell. There was a wee delay in getting a wandering uh, around paradise up on the channel last night. Don't quite know what it was uh, all about, but YouTube wouldn't let me upload it. Uh, eventually it got there, so go and watch it, A Wee wander Round Paradise, always enjoy that on a Monday morning. Thanks everybody for tuning in, and thank you to Lawrence Conley, and Ian Conroy for joining me on A Celtic State of Night.